Howdy, folks, and welcome to Footnotes in the Conversation. My name's Nate, and this is the show where we provide a small footnote to a thinker whose name gets thrown around a lot in modern discourse. First, I'll tell you when and where they lived and who they were. Then I'll give some context to their ideas. After that, I'll survey the biggest pieces of their thoughts. Today's subject is George Hegel. George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel was born on the 27th of August, 1770, to George Ludwig and Maria Magdalena Luisa in Stuttgart, the capital of the Duchy of Württemberg. His family was well off, his father being a secretary to the revenue office and his mother, the daughter of a high court of justice lawyer. The young Hegel would engage both the classical and enlightenment worlds of philosophy. At 18, he entered the Tübinger Stift, a Protestant seminary. Hegel would watch the French Revolution spark to life at this time, and while he deeply respected its ideals of freedom, he found the reign of terror far too bloody. He saw his future as a popular philosoph, one who could take abstract philosophical dialogue and make it accessible to the wider public. After this, he worked for two wealthy families as a personal tutor and experienced a reversal on his views on religion. Where before he had been very critical of traditional Christianity, he would undergo a drastic shift and write several essays on Christian love and charity. At the request of a college friend, Hegel would lecture on logic and philosophy at the University of Jena. There he founded the Disputorium for Philosophical Debate and the Critical Journal of Philosophy. However, his professor position was unsalaried, which would cause problems for Hegel's finances after the birth of his illegitimate son. Hegel rushed to get his work, The Phenomenology of Spirit, published. It is at this point that Napoleon would conquer Jena, forcing Hegel out of a job and out of the city. Hegel would move to Bamberg in Bavaria. In Bamberg, being unable to find a professoring job, Hegel would write for a local pro-French newspaper until the Bavarian government investigated him for revealing French military movements. Hegel asked for help from his politically powerful friend Niethammer, who gave him a teaching position at a local gymnasium. Finally receiving another professorship opportunity, Hegel would work at Heidelberg in Berlin. He would become chair of philosophy and receive widespread popularity, despite being well-known as a terrible lecturer. He would live like this for 15 years. After several riots in Berlin and a cholera outbreak, Hegel fled to Kreuzberg. Hegel's health would worsen here, and he would return to Berlin, thinking it safe. However, after his return in October of 1831, he would die in November 14th of a gastrointestinal disease. Hegel is expressly dealing with some of the same issues that another famous philosopher of his time is dealing with, Immanuel Kant. These two men are wrestling with the problems of knowledge. How much can I know and how far can my reason take me? What can be known versus what can only be speculatively inferred? However, Kant and Hegel start at two different places. Where Kant starts with what's called a priori knowledge, that is, knowledge that can be known for its own sake, Hegel starts with history. Humans are historical creatures to Hegel. That is, humans only ever have knowledge in context. Based off of this, Hegel claims that reason is itself a limiting factor to knowledge, whereas Kant uses reason as a fundamental principle to knowledge. To Hegel, one must find historical grounds to make truth claims on reason rather than vice versa. And history is prominent in Hegel's philosophy. Most importantly, the history of freedom. Hegel sees history as a progression from less to more freedom, where prior cultures in history had one entity being free, either a king or some abstract notion of society, like in the East. Then the Greeks came along with democracy, having some of the culture being free. And then the Germanic civilizations of his time sought freedom for everyone. He also saw a geographic movement in this, in that Asia had this oneness of freedom, Europe and the Greeks had a sumness of freedom, and that in the Americas, that humanity achieved true universal freedom. That's why Hegel believed that the United States would be the end marker of history, 
where it would be through the power of democracy that all would become free. Hegel, as you can infer, saw history as a process that progressed. And Hegel is considered to be the founder of philosophic progressivism. It is ironic that Hegel desired to be a popular philosoph, considering how, in the modern day, his works are considered to be some of the most complex philosophical writings. Nonetheless, Hegel's ideas of history as a progress from less to more freedom and humans as historical beings would grip the Western world. Progressivism dominated early 20th century American thought, with Woodrow Wilson and FDR being espoused progressives, and while the 20th century and World War II especially damaged the idea of imminent universality of freedom, Hegel's core tenet of history as progress remains a core of modern progressivism. But you've just been given a footnote on one of the most prominent philosophers of the 18th and 19th century, George Hegel. Thanks for listening. Take care. <laughs>